Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Wait a minute. One more bite. Mm. I don't know if you can hit a crunch. Mm-mm. Mm. Periodically through this podcast, you will be hearing me too. Um, guess what, y'all? I made some peach cobbler. From scratch. Okay. But I'm going to have my intro first. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good humans. Yes, indeed. Welcome back. Welcome back to the WR4 News presents What's in These Streets. And on this episode of this podcast, we're talking about Peace Cobbler. Okay. Let me tell you something. Ever since we've been on this little quarantine thing. No, so I've been just eating desserts after desserts after desserts. I've been getting fat. I bought me a little air fryer from Walmart. It was like $70. It was like a uh, air fryer plus. And um, it's pretty good. I like it a lot. So I've been making my desserts in the air fryer. I made three desserts already. First was the pound cake, lemon pound cake. Second was the brownies. And now the peach cobbler. All was a hit. Uh, Stella, okay. Mm. That's lower. Mm. And um, if you don't have an air fryer, I highly recommend you get an air fryer because air fryer is very convenient. Okay, it cuts on that grease that y'all love to fry up on. Use up all that butter and that saturated oil. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the air fryer is amazing. Now, let me go ahead and tell y'all how I made this delicious peach cobbler. And I'll make sure I leave a picture as like the picture y'all can see how the peach cobbler looks, okay, before and after. So, I made this peach cobbler with Paula Dean's recipe, but I, I tweaked a little bit to my liking because our recipe is a little, little on the Caucasian side, okay? It's just, you know, it's just a, a basic peach cobbler, okay? But... Mine's is the real deal. I'm good. So with her recipe, it calls for wait a minute, one more bite. Okay, some y'all got to have a piece of this peach cobbler. This is fresh made. I'm talking self rising flour and all. I'm good. Mm, mm, mm. And I'm eating with um butter pecan ice cream. Mm-hmm. My favorite ice cream, butter pecan. That's Lord. Mm-hmm. But um. Uh, all right, so her recipe calls for one and a half cups of self-rising flour. Now, I did watch a video on YouTube. She, um, you know, she explained it. And she was saying that um, one time she got a bag of self-rising flour, and I guess it was just all purpose. So she likes to put just about a teaspoon of baking powder into her self-rising flour just in case. But... Most of the time, 99% of the time, when you're picking up self-rising flour, it's going to be self-rising flour. But just like Paula Dean said, one out of a million, that time she got that self-rising flour, she used it, it didn't do the same. It was, I guess, all-purpose, and, you know, I'm pretty sure it probably messed up the dang on cobbler. Nah, it'd be real hurt, okay? 
So, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's real good, y'all. I'm so serious. I'm not even playing. This is real good. All right, so her recipe calls for one and a half self-rising flour cups. One stick of butter. Okay, you need to make sure it's unsalted. I mean, that's the thing. Because you can do salted butter because this recipe, you're not adding no salt and it's nothing but sugar. So, you know, y'all like to put that little sweet and salty things together, make magic. And, you know, y'all can do salted butter. You know, it's up to you. You know, y'all try that out and let me know. But she did unsalted. Then she proceeds with the one half cup of water. Just regular faucet water, don't matter. Or if you want to be fancy, you can use your alkaline or your purified or your distilled. Whatever type of water you use. This is just, make sure you use water. Two cups of sugar, and I'm going to break it all down for what she used the ingredients for. One bag of frozen peaches. Now, the reason she used frozen peaches was because um, she made this video in March. And during that time, March, peaches are not in season. But of course, the frozen peaches are always in the freezer. So that's a good um, alternative, okay? Or um, canned peaches. Some people like to use the canned peaches, but I like the frozen peaches. I don't really um, care for the canned peaches, peaches because I use my, I make my own syrup. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh Lord, excuse me, y'all. That's the thing on cobbler, okay? Cobblers. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Uh, I'm gonna take another bite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. He's willing and he's able. Huh? Mm. Then she proceeds to the one and a half cup of milk. And this is an optional, but I feel like it's non-negotiable. Cinnamon. And the reason I said non-negotiable is because cinnamon is a staple. Okay? Cinnamon is a staple. So, she said that she used this recipe at the Lady and Sons. I have been to a restaurant in Savannah and it is fantastic. Let me tell you something. She thinks she's slick. Let me tell you why. Because it's a buffet type of deal. Okay? But the plate is damn near $20. And you fill your plate up with all this, you know, the stuff that you got because everything is delicious. Okay? Nothing is just not, you know, not good. And after you eat that one plate, and oh yeah, I forgot to say, they keep bringing out this damn bread. So you just getting full off the of, full off the of fill. After you eat that one plate, you like, dang, I'm stuck. So you think you're getting a good deal with this buffet because you're like, okay, so you're paying for a buffet with twenty dollars, which is not bad because like you know, go to Korea. But go to Korea, you go back for multiple plates. You go to Paula Dean, you only get one plate. See, she thinks she's slick, but I got your number, baby. I got your number. And um, yeah. So how I tweak my recipe, okay. I left the one and a half self-rising flour cup, one and a half cup of self-rising flour, and the one stick of butter. Okay, with the stick of butter to melt, um, you melt that down so you can put that um, to grease your pan. And of course, butter just make everything good with the, um, with the desserts. And, uh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Just melt in your mouth. Mm-hmm. That's Lord. Mm-hmm. And I told y'all I was taking one bite. I just took like five bites. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, so I keep the measurement with the one and a half cup of self-rising flour and the one stick of butter. Now, when you get down to the water and the sugar and the peaches, of course, you're trying to make a syrup with the peaches and you're going to put the peaches on the stove to create that syrup. Now, the sugar, it says two cups of sugar. But what I did, I did one and one of regular sugar, white sugar, and the other one cup was of light brown sugar. You may ask, well, why did you do both? Um, It's because I like light brown sugar. You know, light brown sugar, you know, you know, for the colors. And um, the white sugar is for the, you know, the Caucasians. Nothing wrong with it. It's just, you know, the brown sugar gives us a little more swing to it, a little swag to it. Because, you know, the, the brown sugar got a little molasses in it. Eh? So, that's why I added both. And then I also, um, it says one half cup of water, but I could have sworn I added one cup of water. I don't remember. Anyway, anyway it goes. It turned out good. Then you add um you add your frozen peaches, and then um that simmers about about a good ten fifteen minutes. You don't want to overcook them; just you know, cook them enough so that um you know you got that syrup and that and them peaches are just all up in there. Okay. Then when you get down to the flour mixture, okay, you add your flour. Um, what else? You add your flour. Yeah, it's just sugars. Once again, I did the half and half on the sugars as far as the one cup of um, white sugar and the one cup of light brown sugar. And then, when I'm not, matter of fact, well, let me, let me backtrack. I just did one cup of sugar, but I did like three-fourths of white sugar. And then um, the rest was um, the rest was uh, light brown sugar. Okay. And then... I added in some flaxseed. I love to put I love to put flaxseed in everything that I cook. Um, flaxseed is just a, one of those superfoods out there. You can look it up. Flaxseed, okay. And uh, what else did I do? I added in um, some cinnamon. I added in. Then I proceeded to add in one half of some half and half. And I stir that in because you don't want to pour everything all at once. You want to just gradually um, ease these ingredients onto each other. Now, granted, Paula Dean said to, um, to uh, stir the uh, dry ingredients first, but I forgot. And I just started putting that one half and half and half. I was getting a little too excited. Okay. I put that one half and half and half in the, the dry mixture. And when I realized, it, I was like, oh. Well, too late now. I might just stir it in. Then once I put that one half or half and half inside the dry mixture and it was all stirred in combined, I don't use cow milk because that's for the cattle. Um, you know, my filet mignon and my good old steak, that's for that. And my beef ribs. Make sure I say that too. I got some beef ribs in the freezer too. I'm going to make sure I see what I'm going to do with those. I may have to do another podcast with some good old beef ribs. Mm-hmm. And um, so um, I use almond milk. Okay, I love almond milk. Almond milk is delicious. I have never tried soy milk. But I'm about to try it because if it tastes the same, then you know I may have to try some soy milk too. But I just I don't do cow milk. Okay, I do consider myself a half vegan. Okay, I consider myself a half vegan. I think the only thing that separates me from you know the vegan world is you know I love my meat. I need the meat. I don't you know I'm not into eating all them plants and stuff. Y'all can have y'all plants and get y'all types of protein, whatever y'all get from them plants. But over here, I love me a good old pork chop salad. 
with some good old, um, you know, one side of the bread has some mustard on that thing, and the other side of the bread got a little mayonnaise. My God, today, baby. And then you bite into that thing on pork chops. I had a pork chops. I know this is going all the way off to the video, but don't worry about it. I'll just, just stay with me. I had a pork chop sandwich the other day, and I put it, I cooked it in the air fryer, you know, with no um breading on it, just straight, you know, season that bad boy up overnight, put it in the air fryer the next day, and it was just so beautiful when it got done. And I put that bad boy in between in between some good old organic bread with some seeds inside that bread. Man, that sandwich was just speaking to my soul. Mm-hmm. But back to it, so um. Once I got that, uh, the flour mixture all combined and ready to go. Okay, and my peaches are already done. When I took the when the peaches got done with the simmering and boiling and all that stuff, I took it off the eye, and I put in some vanilla extract and some cinnamon. Okay, now, I I always like to put some vanilla extract into any dessert because vanilla extract brings out the desserts. Okay, I see that Pauline didn't say anything about no vanilla extract on her recipe. And she didn't put any on her um when she did a YouTube video as well. So I was kind of surprised. Hold on. Mm-hmm. This thing tastes like it's so good. It's like a cake. Mm. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This thing is just delicious. Why you gotta be so good, Carla? Carla! Carla! Why you gotta be so good? Eh? My God, today. Mm, mm, mm. Anyway, back to it. Uh, yeah, so once I added the um, vanilla extract to and the cinnamon to the. Um, Peaches that's already off the eye. I stirred in and let, let that sit for a minute. Meanwhile, I have my my pans that I'm about to bake the stuff in. Already got the butter, the metal butter laid down up in there. So the butter's ready to go. My dry mix is just ready to go. It's already mixed up, ready to go. So first, what you like to do is <clears throat> I know it may sound weird. You're like, if you never made peach cobbler before, you may think. Well, how do they get the peaches to be on the bottom and the breadings on top? You have to put the breading last. Okay, you put the breading first on the um in the pan with the butter. Let it get all nice and soaked up in that good old butter. My God, today. And um, then you proceed to add in the peaches. But make sure you take your time because you want to make sure you use a spoon with holes in it. Okay, because you're going to use that juice later to you know, to lay it, um, later with it all over that good old cobbler. But right now, you're just going to put the peaches in there with that flour mixture. And you just later, you know, just take, you know, take your time putting them peaches in there carefully. Okay. Then once you got all the peaches up in the pan, then is when you proceed to add in that syrup. And you're just going to lightly just put the syrup over the, um, the cobbler. Okay, you're not going to go too crazy because you, you don't want to disturb the delicious flour mixture. Okay? You just want to just lay it over there beautifully. Okay? <clears throat> Another bite. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-mm-mm. This thing got to be ready to get up and praise the Lord. Huh? How about Shabbat? That's Lord. Yeah. But, um, oh, Jesus, that was good. Um, I ain't done yet. I got a little bit more. But, um, yeah, so I, like I said, I use this air fryer of mine. I love my air fryer. It works amazing. Kind of like a mini oven to me, but whatever. Um, with the air fryer, I just put that bad boy up in there. And I have an option on my air fryer where you place the cake icon and the temperature is 320. So I let that cook for 320 for 30 minutes. Now, for Paula Dean's restaurant, she's, I mean, excuse me, Paula Dean's recipe calls for 350 30 minutes. But with the air fryer, the air fryer, you know, it, it's very powerful. So you don't want to burn. The cobbler, you just want to cook it on 320 for low so it can just rise up and cook. And then what I did for the last 15 minutes, I cranked that bad boy up to 350 and let that cook like 10 to 15 minutes. Just depends on your cobbler and the um, consistency of how um, done it looks. Okay. And, you know, with the 15 minutes before I switch the temperature um, from 320 to 350, I take it out. I laid a little bit more of that juice. Okay, remember that juice from the peaches, the syrup? I put a little more of that juice over all that collar. Okay, so while it's sitting there getting all bubbly and delicious and brown up in that oven, or the air fryer rather, that collar is just, you know, oh Jesus Lord. Then on the five minute mark, I take it out again, baste it one more time. Okay, then when it's done, you take it out and I baste it again. Okay, because it's cobbler, the, all that juice has to be gone. Make sure I say that all the juice has to be gone. There is not enough juice because the bread is going to soak it up like a good old um, dressing. Okay. It's just so good, too. I'm going to sleep so good now. Mm-hmm. Feels so good to me. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yay, Lord. Yay, Lord. Ah. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so, the cobbler's done. You take out that thing on, um, oh, yeah, I forgot to say. Before you put the cobbler in the air fryer, the oven, whatever. You want to sprinkle it with a little more Okay? Just for, you know, presentation and smell and stuff like that. Okay, you take out the oven, it's done. It's already basted, looking good, whatever. Let it cool a bit because you want to make sure that all of the ingredients are just soaked in together and they just all in there filling and tasting and just... Yes, indeed. So, um, after it's done cool down about a good 10, 15, whatever, you can go ahead and dig your little behind, little gritty, little nasty. Y'all hands better be clean because the 19 is out there and 19 is ready to take y'all out. Quicker than the IRS about to take y'all about them taxes. Eh? So make sure y'all washing y'all hands and cleaning those buttocks. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna say it no more. But, um, oh, who was this texting me? Oh. And, um, and then, um, yeah, you'll realize that this is a pretty good collar. Okay, I'm gonna put my recipe in the description so y'all can just, if y'all wanna follow it. 
Y'all can. If you don't, y'all can go look up Harleen Sasha P and uh, do whatever the Lord tell you to do. But um, I just want to let y'all know that I am a bad piece of mamma. Watch your mouth out of here. Okay? Let me tell you something. I don't play around with it when it comes to cooking, baby. I am the cook. Okay? And um, I don't play around. I just want to let y'all know about this call I just made from scratch. Nah. From scratch. Make sure I say that because some people like to go in that damn freezer section. Yeah. And I was thinking about getting that Marie Callender's. I was like, ah, I don't know, because I can make it better than Marie Callender. You know, that's Caucasian. You know, I'm colored. So, my color self, I know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. but, um, yes, indeed. Uh, oh, but that's it. You know, don't forget to um, share this podcast with your family, your friends, your loved ones, your cousins, your brothers, your sister, your aunties, your nephews, your all that. You know what I'm saying? Because this can help somebody. Somebody that don't know how to cook and don't know nothing about no collar. Okay? They all they probably, all they probably know about is uh, collar from the freezer section. They don't even know how easy it is to make it from the scratch. It probably took about 20 minutes for me to make it from the scratch. I'm so serious. It's not that hard. It's, it's very easy. Okay? You just have to have the will. Yeah, I'm about to give a sermon. You just have to have the will and the devotion yeah, to get through the daily tasks of your life. Yeah. But I we're not going to get into that because that will just take me to another place. Yeah. But I do appreciate you guys from listening on to this podcast. And I, you'll hear from me soon. I may have something else up my sleeve later on down the road.